In three, two, Brandon. Mark! Hey, buddy. Hey. So where are we, Brandon? We are in a hotel room. Yeah, we are. Together. And whose pants are off right now? Your pants are off? Yeah. Brandon, you can see under the table. Uh, oh, so for the first time since we started doing this podcast, uh, there's actually a couple of firsts. First, for the first time since we started doing the podcast, we're actually in the same place filming together, or recording together, I guess. Yeah. And for the first time ever on Mars, we also have a guest appearing on show. Uh, it's our good friend Jeff. Uh, Ma- am I saying this right? Man- Mandel? Mandel? Can I go back to bed? Drink your alcohol. We hired our friend Jeff to come on the show. Uh, Jeff Madel is, uh, we've known for several years at this point. Yeah. Um, and we're all together because some of our very good friends are getting married on today's date, which is not the date this is going live, but we're together because of that. And I'm happy to be here. Wow. On location. So much. We're on location. Today. Yeah, on location. So um, our good friends Matt and Shannon are getting married, and uh, we all... I thought you meant Matt and Chamoz. Okay, look, I can't write cursive. I've, <laughs> I, I, I admit that I can't write cursive. Um, but yeah, so we're here for the wedding, and we thought, what better fucking way to spend the downtime than recording some shit for you guys. Face to face. Face to face. Tough face. Good morning, boys and girls. Sometimes you have to wake up... Grab a cup of coffee, talk about some nerdy shit. It's the something something morning boys. So Brandon, there's something I've been wanting to ask you for a while. Okay, what's that? If you could make out with any animal, what would it be? I don't like this topic. Okay, okay, let me let me let me qu- let me phrase this a different way. If you could make out with any consenting animal, what would it be? How does an animal consent? They say I consent to this. But they can't speak. No, they're sentient. They're con- a, a sentient, consent-senting animal. So it's a consenting, consentient animal. Who can speak? Who can speak, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, because you can be sentient and not speak. Right, that's a deaf person or a mute person. Does it speak with words or does it telepathize? No, no, it speaks in words. Okay. So, well, because if it's not, well, I mean, either way this goes, I mean, someone could have just like snuck me like really strong drugs. No, 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 you're sober. Nobody's drugged you. Mm-hmm. An animal comes up to you and says, "I'm consenting." I think the animal might have drugged him with its love. Mm. The animal comes Gross. up to you and says, "Brandon, I'm consenting to this makeout sesh." What is the animal? One, I'm like, hey, excuse me, you just came out of nowhere and you're just telling me this and you didn't even say hello. Hello, Brandon. I'm consenting to this makeout sesh. What is it, Brandon? I don't know. I'd probably say a white tiger. Okay. Jeff? A whale shark. Ooh. They don't got teeth. They, no, they don't. T- they don't. You're losing a fucking tongue. I'm fine. So, I may be licking up some krill, but I'm good. I mean, that's fine. And if you're in the four, that might work out in your favor. <laughs> now, Brandon, I, you've already said white tiger. You can't take that back. I do want to let you know that the entire time you guys are making out, every couple of seconds, the tiger pulls away and whispers in your ear, I'm consenting to this. I, I do not like that at Just all. Just keeps getting, like, and, and you hear a soft purring every so often. Soft purring is fine. I do not like. I'm consenting to this. Brandon. He wants yeah, you to know that he still consents. Yeah. That way, because eventually the drugs are going to... You know even why. Wait a minute! Drugs, you said on, I wasn't drugged! No, no, no. Here's the thing. Is, even no, you if assumed you were, you were on drugs, drugs, even if you were on drugs, at some point they would wear off. 
So he's making sure that you know that even long after you guys started, you know, I'm talking days later, he's still consenting. He's days. looking out for days. you. He's making sure that you're okay legally. What is this, fucking Smokey the Bear? I mean, only you can prevent forest fires. I mean... He's not wrong. What are you going to make out with? Oh, this isn't, this isn't a question for me. Oh, this no, is... I'm flipping the table. <laughs> um, well, in I... Mark's world, it's not so much what he's going to make out with, so much as what type of animal costume he's getting ready to buy. Right, which probably means he's about to go run by a white tiger furry and suit. And a whale shark suit. <laughs> um, I would actually like to see what that furry suit would look like. There's not enough fish furries. I think a whale what shark furry be? suit would be like a van... Because it'd have to be so big. <laughs> no, but here, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, like I know that furries are called like they're furries. Then there's scalies, which are like reptilians and shit. Well, I think you'd have to put the fish in the scalies. I don't think you would though. They have scales. Well, no, scalies refers to reptiles, just reptiles. Well, and then they need to the, broaden that spectrum. Then there's the like, avians. You know, the avians are like birds and shit. We gotta LGBTQIA the shit out of this. So what are we making? Not amphibians. Why are we making water dwelling creatures? Because it's not just fish. Amphibians, Gillians. Wait, so does Which anybody also sounds? Does anybody animal play like a dolphin? Because that'd be our starting point. I feel like I've seen furry dolphins. I think I have too, and sharks. I've seen. Oh, I've, I've seen, seen sharks. Seen well, sure. especially since Lady Gaga, or not Lady Gaga. I'm sorry, Katy Perry, at the half. Oh yeah, Katy Perry. Yeah, with her sharks on stage. Yeah, not no, shark, right? I'm surprised that Katy Perry doesn't dress up as a cat and go by Katy Perry. We don't know that she doesn't. We're not here to we kink shame. We have never seen her in her house. You're not wrong. I have. In her day-to-day -day life. I have. So, so, like, the scalies are reptiles. The deep blue somethings? No. That sounds like a, a great band name. Or a great porno for, for that kind of category. Well, isn't... isn't nope, not gonna say it. Gonna get in trouble. Deep blue penetrators? Um, water livers? Water, 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 water sapiens, aquos, aquasapiens. Why not just aquatics? I like okay, aquasapiens. No, I like uh, aquatics. Because it's not furry sapien. It's not part. It's not fur human. It's just furry. Loquacious. I I oh no. Yeah, they're loquacious. I don't know. I like aquatics. Yeah, aquatics I like aquatics. Okay, so what's your aquatic whale shark costume look like? First off, are you wearing full clothes like a furry, or are you just wearing a swimsuit? No, I just shave all the hair off my body and cover myself in KY jelly. Well, and the just good news is that we shaved the hair off last night, so we got that. Exactly. Yeah, we're already uh, we're on top of this already. No, because now you essentially like. Because let's be honest, with furries, it's essentially like I've always wanted to be this mascot. Right. I've always wanted to shave myself so down and what, cover myself what with KY jelly. So what? A mascot like a for a baseball team called the well, the whale shark. Let, let me uh, like. let me back up here. Is it that a furry's always wanted to be like a professional sports mascot, or a furry's always wanted to be that specific animal? And I am honestly asking this. I don't actually. Um, know. It's more of a. It, it, there's a lot of it, depending on how serious about it is. There's. There's furries, and then there's people that refer to themselves as animal kin. Now, animal kins are like, I feel like I am in a, a wolf trapped in a human's body. So I want to fuck the animal kins. Okay, that's totally fine. That's you, what you we're fuck saying. The animal kins. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I just want to, I just want to cover myself <laughs> in KY jelly, Brandon. You can do that and not have a reason. I'm just saying, we got a hotel bathtub we can fill up. That's a With lot KY, of KY. Just get one of the 55 gallon drums of horse or of just lube, just regular. Do you lube. not have a lube guy? <laughs> Weirdo. 
They actually, I was looking this up, they actually have bigger sizes of, of, of lube. Hold on. You know, bigger like, than the, like, bigger than the 55 gallon okay. drum. All right. You, you know, I like, know. when you How get, big? like, the storm preppers, like, water thing that, like, you fill, like, the big blue one that, like, you carry in a pickup truck? Oh, uh, yeah. The, the, they rain sell tank. that size of KY jelly, and I'm not even making that up. 275 gallons of reconditioned IBC, or let me see, it's a reconditioned IBC tote tank filled with lube. Porn companies tend to buy them. And Mark. How do you, I'm curious, like, so you get the big ass, let's call it a barrel for sake, you know. Um, Big ass barrel. Big ass barrel of lube. Big ass barrel. How are you getting it out? Um, well, so like, there's a spigot no, no, at the bottom. No, 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 Oh, how do you get the KY out? <laughs> yeah. There's a spigot out of the bottom. Oh, look at that. I have photographs, guys. I can actually show Brandon the shit I'm talking about and this then, time. And uh, then, while there are spigots, uh, it's funny because the real players just stab a hole in the side. That same container is used for a lot of alcohol. Uh-huh. Well, the other thing is, they've got that, and they got the spigot at the bottom, but they also, you know, if you want to dole it out in smaller quantities, have those backpacks for the pink slime from uh, Ghostbusters 2. You just spray that everywhere. Yeah. Alternatively, okay. you just get a Camelback, fill it with lube, and just. Man, that gets real bad when you pick the wrong uh, Camelback to go camping. All of a sudden, you're just guzzling. Just taking guzzling. <laughs> well, I mean, it's water based. I'll be fine. It is water soluble. Uh, water soluble. That doesn't mean. Just make sure to only use the water solubles with your toys, otherwise it could ruin them. What are All you right. doing with that vodka? Nothing. I'm not doing nothing. He's doing stuff with that I'm just skull. Holding the vodka. No, you're throwing it back and forth like Brandon, you're. I don't drop shit. I've never dropped shit ever. Okay, I might have dropped that. However, shit. comma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. So I didn't get a chance to answer. So my animal of choice. Mark, what animal would you make out with if they were constantly Brandon's consenting? dog. Which one? You leave my fucking Just dogs I would not this. do that. I love your dogs. But well, not quick like, question. I don't love them. Do you mean Bucky or Gwen, or is that a euphemism for his cock? Yes, gotcha. Okay. He is shaking his head in agreement. No. Um, honestly, <laughs> I probably... Emphatically. I think I'd, I'd, I'd choose a like a wolf. Like a really big wolf. Like an actual wolf. Like a dire wolf? Like a dire wolf. That'd be cool. Those, they're extinct. Those fuckers are huge. And they're extinct. Uh, not oh, necessarily. That's scary. They are. Oh, you you're going to have to slip a lot of fucking Mentos into that mouth before you make out with it. Brandon. Yes? The dire wolf was a real creature, and they've been extinct since the Ice Age. Uh, no, actually, yeah. they think they found mean? a dire wolf hybrid as recently as two years ago. That's a hybrid. It's not a pure-blooded dire wolf. I mean, it's And Brandon, how like do I know that? Because I read fucking books. You, you know, books. you've never studied cryptids, then. I have! Oh, apparently not. <laughs> I'm so annoyed you're flying out tomorrow, otherwise we would take you to Juliet to a store we found. What if we just said fuck It's called wedding? Books. Really? It is called Books. <laughs> That's the name of the store. Books! Books. Fuck! <laughs> also, because my goal, my dream was to have, it's literally right next to the Blues Brothers prison. Uh, uh, Statesville. Yeah, and uh, I absolutely want to drive up to the back of the fucking prison and recreate the scene from Blues Brothers. That would be pretty great. Music and all. Which is also down the street from, you didn't Wait, see what this, time? Where is Blues it? Brothers Ice Cream. Ooh. Why didn't you... Because we were going the other direction and we were already late to pick him up. So, Brandon. Yes? If I was choosing a currently living creature that can be confirmed to be living, I would choose, Levitar. like, a Timberwolf. Okay. Timberwolf. Just Killed lots of Timberwolves in Red Dead Redemption. I bet you fucking <laughs> did. Did you say Minotaur? Yeah. 
You want a real existing animal that's been proven today. Minotaur. On the topic of things like minotaurs, Brandon. Yeah. Where do you think a centaur's penis would be? Like, would it be between, like, the haunches of the horse or sticking out in the front, like, where the man No, nah, we're going no, it's, full it's on back haunches. Okay. Believe me, I've studied the centaur uh, anatomy a lot. I bet you Okay, have. then you're the one to ask. Is there such thing as a centaur that's human female and horse male or vice versa? Yeah. Yeah. So you can have a human Just dude centaur with a giant horse pussy. Yeah. yeah. I need to watch more hentai. I wouldn't want. I mean, trust me, I watch plenty of hentai. It's all tentacles, man. Yeah, you need to branch uh, out. Of the options there, I wouldn't want the the dude centaur with the pussy. I'd rather have the the chick centaur with the big old dick. Absolutely, especially like a busty one. Hey, but you get nice. Thing is, it's all about those people out in the world that want a little bit of. But you know what? That's fine. Like I'm all about like. I've watched some, uh, some, what's his name? What's that? What's Gandhi. The, the, no, no, no. Uh, Buck Angel. I've watched Buck Angel porn before. <laughs> Guys, I think this is the one time, though, where you don't actually want a busting woman. Because if she's galloping around like all that, I mean, well, those are hanging do down. Do you think she like, gets any black eyes those when are, she's running around? <laughs> I was going to say, like, two eggs Her just jaw running down is just chest. Cut. Her jaw is just constantly swollen from... Just a couple of two socks stapled to her chest. Oh, <laughs> oh God. That's... See? That's when an A or a no, B cup... No, just wear that a comes sports in handy. bra. Yeah. When have you ever seen any centaur wearing any type of... Uh, any type of clothing that is not conducive to battle? So, talk The other day, the I was go. down at the whorehouse. I saw a centaur walk in. She was wearing a sports bra. Oh, I got bad news for you, buddy. She huh? just hit the gym? That was just a chick hanging out with two LPs. What? LPs? That was just a lady walking in front of two little people. Wow. Cut that out, Mark. You can't, you can't use that, Mark. I didn't say midgets. You, you, <laughs> you, this, I told you I was worried. I told you I was worried about this having This is your fault. Show. You two did this. Oh, we fuck. do this, though. We do this. <laughs> Well, it's like that one time we were drinking plantation rum. and can't say plantation. Plantation's racist. Mm. I mean, there's a whole song from 101 Dalmatians about it. Um. Also, can we talk real quick on that? Actually, topic? quick question. Is a plantation inherently racist? No. a plant In America, yes. There, uh, yes, it's inherently well, racist in America. I would a, also assume it's probably inherently racist in a... No, just here? Well, I think a plantation's just a large farm or ranch. A large estate where you plant things, yeah. right? Now, don't get me wrong. Early Americans took it the wrong direction. Absolutely. You know. But in 101 Dalmatians, he's singing about having a Dalmatian plantation. And unless he had those Dalmatians... Ooh, but that actually is bad. Because they're in France. that's a puppy farm. They're not in France, they're in England. No, but because of Dalmatian plantation, it's a puppy farm. They, pup- they weren't they farming more puppies, they though. They, already, they just had all the puppies already. Wouldn't you assume a Dalmatian plantation's a puppy farm, though? I would. If a plantation is just inherently, technically, a farm... If you watch the follow-up films, they never have any more puppies. They just raise the puppies that they already have. Which, given it's 101 fucking Dalmatians... It's about to be 101 fucking Dalmatians. They they got them all snip-snipped. 
Oh yeah. my god, oh, yeah. that's Did the biggest include... vet bill of all time. I have watched both the animated sequels and the live action sequels, and in both of those, there are no other puppies. You're saying sequels, plural. Is there 103 Dalmatians at some point? Two Dalmatians. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure. I only There's knew of 102 Dalmatians. Well, no, no. You know what? There is, in 102 Dalmatians, there is a new litter of puppies from one set, one pair of the original puppies. <laughs> they just didn't snip all the way. They didn't snip those ones. <laughs> But I've also watched the animated series, which was weird, because it was a completely different animation style. Did they ever discuss where the 90 extra puppies came from? Because Pergo and... Pongo and Purdy had 15 puppies. Oh, I thought they had 11. They had 15. And then Cruella DeVille stole a bunch of Dalmatians. So basically, them. they de facto just kidnapped... What's I mean, that? it's effectively... 85 puppies? It's effectively what I did when I was a kid puppies. and stole a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. They, no, no, no. They <laughs> laundered. They fucking laundered those puppies. Did you name, did you name and take in and, and neuter your Yu-Gi-Oh cards? No, so when I was... Okay, so this is a story now. Uh, when I was uh, when I was in my youth, I think I was about 11. Your ute. My youth. The Utes. I was living in Utah at the time, and you can't say Utes anymore. Apparently, that's offensive too. Wait, what? Dude. Dude. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Utes. Then what are you supposed Dude. to call people well, from Utah? U- Utahians? Utahns. The Dude, Utes one was a Native away American. Called a was a group of Native Americans that was that was completely like wiped out. Well, that's like saying you can't call you can't call Illinois anymore. It's named after the Illini tribe. Yeah, that's why we call it Illinois. Yeah. So <laughs> well, okay, irregardless. Irregardless. I was All living right. in Utah at the time. So, so you're, you're a Uton in Utah. Uton. Uton? Yes. yes. Okay, sorry. Can we just start calling them croutons? Croutons. I was a, I was a crouton living in, U- in Crouton. And, uh, <laughs> I was about 11 years old, and my parents didn't like buying me Yu-Gi-Oh cards or Pokemon cards because they thought it was evil. Oh, so your parents didn't like buying you anything. My parents didn't like buying me anything, but that's not how why... How is it evil? I can see Yu-Gi-Oh, but how's Pokemon Beat cut, evil? Uh, yeah. pocket monsters, also... Dog those... fights? Pocket demons. They're just dog fights with electrical and fire. That's types. not why no parents parent didn't. understands that. Yeah, I know. They hated it because it was. They didn't Japanese. like it because exactly. it was Japanese. Because there was an innate xenophobia in the Christian community, and Christian <laughs> evangelicals said that Pokemon is the devil's work. Yeah, seriously, I'm not kidding. So, because my parents right. didn't like buying yeah, me it's these, bull. these things that I absolutely loved, I saved up all my money to buy oh, myself some one of these cards. Oh, no, There's better. a lot of these stories. <laughs> I saved up my money for like six months to buy myself the Kaiba starter deck. That's Yu Gi Oh? Okay. That's one of the came with the blue name. eyes white dragon. Oh, motherfucker. How many? Just one? Just the one. Okay. You had to buy multiple decks to get them, but to get well, all three. But... I know that I watched the cartoon, I never played the card game, so I know that you can get like a, like a basically like a Hydra blue eyes dragon. Yeah, that one. That That's why I wanted all three. Dude, that's tight. But the problem was when I bought it. It was like, um, it's like that first taste that you give to an elementary school kid to get them hooked on drugs. You know, as you I'm know. not saying I've done that. I'm just saying it's no, a similar has. thing. Right, right. Brandon's the one. That's how he built his empire. So, <laughs> I bought that first starter deck, and I was like, I need more. But the problem is, I don't have the patience to wait months at a time to save up for packs. So, Mark became a thief. Packs? I thought they like- were like two ninety nine. I didn't get an allowance. This was I would find change on the ground and save it. So already he's stealing that, and I guess technically your parents are in, are like 
de facto encouraging you to just go into strangers' houses so you can just look in there. It's <laughs> almost like his parents don't want to work for any money, and they. Okay, these also are my parents. I can say this shit. To, it's also like they were passing that same mentality onto their kids. So what ended up happening? Yeah, he does now because Mark, Mark, and the rest of his family did not become like their parents. That corner in St. Charles has been busy this weekend. It has, and I'm proud of you. Hey, they all give me two dollars a piece. I gotta get as much as I can, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I gotta get as many. Did packs you tell that joke last night? I did. All right. So um, what ended up happening was, again, I didn't want to wait six months to save up to buy a few packs. So what I did was I went to Walmart with my parents one day uh, and I may or may not have five finger discounted myself three packs of Yu-Gi-Oh cards but I don't know I know I know five finger I know that five finger discount means stealing but for some reason it when you so say dirty, it yeah. it sounds sex so I got home and it sounds sex yeah. it sounds sex <laughs> I got home and I unpacked them and I got some good shit and and this didn't discourage you the fucking rush that I got from just doing this and not getting caught. First of all, I got some pretty cool po- or Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Second of all, I was on a I hit a high that did not go away for weeks from doing this. And so, a few weeks later, I'm like, "Man, this was cool. I'm so glad I got these new cards. But you know what would be really cool is if I had some other new cards." So, the next time we went to Walmart, I pocketed 5 packs of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And got home, and god damn, that rush hit. But it didn't last as long the second time around. So the next time we went to Walmart, which is about two and a half weeks later, I pocketed nine packs of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh my dear lord. And it just got exponentially larger and larger. This started in March, and went all the way up until, I think, February of the following year. What the fuck are you showing him now? Don't worry about it! I want to see. You keep pointing at me. What the fuck is it? As a surprise? Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh. <laughs> Maxine. Anyway, um, quick question: Are you literally pocketing, or are these like going pocket, front of pants, nope, like all pocket? Okay. How many cargo shorts did you own as a kid? None. I now went, it's gotten. I impressive. had cargo pants. Getting impressive. I had cargo pants. Uh, so, uh, like I said, this went from March till February of the following year. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, again, like, things would get... this. So, basically, if you want to rob a Walmart, go to Utah. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> go to Tooele. Go to Utah, Tooele. That's where you get it. So, um, yeah. So, as time went by, like, you know, it would, like, I, would, I wouldn't get more each time. I would, you know, shop down a little bit just to keep it safe. So, if they did catch me, it's like, oh, I've got three packs of Pokemon cards. My bad. Well, weird thing. Our inventory seems off this week. So, what I ended up doing, because... Meanwhile, they've set up a sting operation because they're like, wait, someone is just running away with these Pokemon cards, these Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I didn't steal Pokemon cards from Walmart, <laughs> but we'll get to when the Pokemon came. <laughs> so my klepto, I got at, at this you point, I turned into a, for your criminal empire. I turned into a fucking klepto. Like it wasn't just like I did it because I wanted more Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I just fucking did it at this point. Uh, so I went to Target with my mom one time. And I was like, I can't steal Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards from the same place. They'll get suspicious. Oh, yeah. So I went to Target. And at this point, I'd already been doing this for a few months. So I was already cocky. I stole $200 worth of products from Target the first time. Holy fuck. $2.99 pack? Uh, So you stole almost... 
A hundred packs? No, I also stole some of the starter decks. <laughs> and let me tell you, buddy. Still just cargo pants in it? Still cargo pants in it. Uh, and I got away with a lot. And then... Well, you got away with that? I got away with... Dude, I'm not... I got away with this up until February. February was like my big... I had been doing this for almost a year. I was feeling good. I felt cocky as shit. He's got a group of other kids he brings to the store. And each of them steals a pack. And they all give Mark all the packs. And he, it's like all He opens the packs and he shovels it up and he deals a few out to each kid. No, no, no. So, what, I, what ended up happening come February... Because, like I said, I've been doing this for a year. I had stolen, up to this point, about $1,500 worth of, of, of Yu-Gi-Oh cards and Pokemon cards. It's actually not that bad. Um, me, and my, me and my grandma. Yeah, it is. So with my parents, I had to like be sneaky. I had to sneak away, get away from my parents. With my grandma, she wasn't paying attention at all. So I didn't have to try. And I figured <laughs> this out when we were at the dollar store. <laughs> oh we were at the dollar God. store. And let me tell you, I had money at the dollar store. At this point, I was just doing it for fun. I was at the dollar store. I bought some stuff. I had like $5 left over. This was the first time I ever saw white chocolate Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, that's going to change your life. It did. I disagree. I think the dark chocolate are the best. Get the fuck out. So anyway, (laughs) I see for the first time in my life white chocolate Reese's cups. And I'm like, I still have $5. I can buy some of this. And I put it right in my bag and walked out of the store. I didn't pay for it. I could have <laughs> paid for it. What's wrong with you? I should have paid for it, but I didn't. I just walked out of the store with it. I like that you note that you actively thought about how you did have the option to pay for it. I had the money. I could have paid for it, but I chose not to. I wanted that rush. Because at this point, like, I'd been doing it for so long, like, I wasn't getting the rush to last as long, so I was like, I have to get small rushes. You're like a heroin addict for stealing. How did you not grow up to be a drug addict? Have you ever been, have you ever been a klepto? I don't think so. Exactly. You don't know what it's like. Have you ever been a klepto? No. Okay. <laughs> There's that part of you that's like, I hate that I'm doing this, but it's also like, the fucking rush that I'm getting from this is so amazing that I want to keep know. doing it. I don't know. The way you're talking just sounds like high school me with porn. That's what? also an addiction! <laughs> that's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so... So come February, February, my, my, I knew my grandma was the perfect person to do this with, because nobody's going to think, <laughs> Jesus, nobody's going to ever be like, you made your grandma your mule. This little old lady, <laughs> this little old lady's grandson is stealing stuff. Nobody's ever going to think that. So what ends up happening is, I got cocky. I got so cocky. Come February, it's cold outside, like everyone's bundled up in like oh, 15 no. layers, right? So what I do is I wear my snow pants. <laughs> and what I do is I cut the pockets of my snow pants and just fill up my legs with cards. Oh my god. How many packs would you say you were, you, the, were in I'll there? give you the dollar amount at the end. Of this. Okay. So I fill up my pockets. I filled up, like, I had several under layers that I filled up with stuff. and uh, You must have looked like you were going into, like, a real shitty war. No, <laughs> it's just like the world's like, worst armor plating. You're, you remember um, uh, a Christmas story when the kid is so bundled up, the little brother he's just waddling through the street, or like Maggie in her uh, her winter yeah. costume. Yeah, just the start. So what ended up happening as we were leaving is a couple of gentlemen walked up and tapped my grandmother on the shoulder and said, "Excuse me, ma'am," 
And she's like, oh, did I drop my gloves or something? <laughs> Except she was an old racist bitch, so it would have been something more like, don't oh, that's touch right, me. You don't like your grandma. I loved grandma. She was just an old racist psychopath. Oh, yeah. But so she, in reality, <laughs> as, she probably said something more akin to, to, what the fuck are you trying, what the fuck are you touching me for, you old bastard, or something like that. So anyway, they're like, um, could we have you come back in the store for just a second? And, uh. They lead us into that little side room that you see whenever you walk into Walmart, but it's always like employees only door. Uh huh. That's it's the a hold, it's room. a holding room. That you know is the, the security room. Is? Had she not walked in, they couldn't have done that. Also it. true. They can't go after you. So we're sitting in the security room, and uh, Grandma's like, "What's going on? What's what 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 the hell? Or why are we here? Am I the one million shopper?" <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, man, uh, they're, they look at me and they're like, son, could you do me a favor? And I was like, uh-oh. They're like, would you mind uh, emptying your pockets? And I'm like, and I, me being the smart little shit that I am, I'm like, uh, there's nothing in my pockets, see? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, and they're like, okay, what about your coat pockets? And I pull out the coat pockets and they're like, what about your undercoat? These guys, they had been tailing me. They knew, at this point, they knew who I was. So uh, they busted me, and they're like, yeah, can you empty out your undercoat pockets? And I'm like, fuck. So I pull up my coat, and I start pulling out and stacking them up. There was like 10 or 12 packs. And they're like, all right, how about the rest of it? And I'm like, right, I don't know what you're talking now about. Now can you take off your pants? Well, no, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And um, like the guy's like, dude, and he, he pulls up a camera and shows me stuff <laughs> in my, my pockets. I'm like... Okay. What's your grandma saying at this point? She is white as chalk. <laughs> just like, I cannot believe what I'm seeing. And so they're like, can you please just make this easier Mucky. on all of us? And so I'm like, okay. So I reach in, and I'm not shitting you. It took me ten minutes to unload my pocket. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there looking at this stack get bigger and bigger and bigger. There were four different starter decks. There was... All in all, over $500 worth of, of Yu-Gi-Oh cards jammed in my pocket. Jesus. And then, the worst thing that you can do to a child when they've done something wrong, we're going to have to call your parents. <laughs> and Grandma, Grandma, I, I'm pretty sure this might have been one of the things that ended up killing her in the long run. <laughs> but uh, they get on the phone, they call my parents, and uh, I call my mom. And they're like, okay, we'll talk to her. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and uh, so they go on, hi, we want to talk to Mrs. Walker. And I was like, and she's like, yeah, this is this is her. And I'm on. They, they have her on speakerphone. And uh, like, hi, this is this is Sergeant Talbot from Walmart. Um, Sergeant. Well, he was actually a cop. It wasn't just a rent a cop. It was an actual police officer. They brought in the big guns. Yeah. They're like, this is Sergeant Talbot with, at, uh, at the Walmart in Tooele. Uh We have your son. Um, and she's just like, well, what what's going on? Is everything okay? And he's like, he's like, all right, do you want to tell her what you did? And I was like, fuck, I thought you said you were going to talk to her. And so he's like, and uh, so I'm like, yeah, mom. All right, we have your son. Son, do you want to tell him what you did? I did nothing. I, and I was like, <laughs> I stole a bunch of stuff. And they're like, and she's like, what? And I was like, I stole a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and I was just like, oh, fuck me, fuck. <laughs> and he's like, do we need to call your husband or anything? And she's like, no, I'll I'll call him and tell him. No, call the police. So I got home, and I got my ass beat, um, and my parents are like, okay, here's your punishment, in addition to getting my ass beat and having to come up with the money to pay the, 
the fine of like I think it was like two hundred dollar fine that I had to pay because they got all that's the, it they didn't have to pay for the cards they got all the cards back like that they knew about because mm-hmm. they didn't know about the other cards. So what ended up happening was my dad sits me down, hands me a pair of scissors. Oh and no! And he says, "You are cutting up every single card that you have." And I was like, uh, "Okay." And uh, so I had to go through each and every one of them and cut them in half. And my dad's like, okay, so now I have a question for you. How much did you steal? And I was like, I don't know, like a lot. And he's like, do you have any more? And I was like, nope. Where's the rest of them? And I was like, what do you mean the rest of them? He's like, well, this can't have been all of them if you stole $1,500 worth of stuff. And I was like, I gave them away as Christmas presents to a bunch of my friends. I fucking money laundered the shit out of my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh my dear lord. I fucking money laundered them. Like, I cannot believe that I, at that age, did all that. But yeah, that was, uh, that was the day that, that my parents disowned me, I guess. Well, it was only gonna be a matter of time. Yeah, I mean, let's be real here. You might be the only person who's ever been disowned over Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I very much beg to differ. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's how I money laundered some fucking Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Now, like I said, like like we've already discussed a couple of times, my parents didn't always weren't always the best parents. Um, I will say they tried. They they, they definitely tried to do the good. Um, but when your parents are involved in just about every pyramid scheme ever, they don't always work out very well. Um, so, Brandon, I don't know if I've ever told you this. For my 18th birthday, my parents bought their bought me into a company called Ambit Energy, which is a direct or a network marketing electrical company. Uh, yeah, I think you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. In fact, I tried to get you to join it. Oh yeah, that was too. the same one you yeah. tried to get me to join. So <laughs> that that was my 18th birthday present was them doing that for me. Is that what you signed me up for last night, Mark? No. Are you back in it? <laughs> No, it was a different one. <laughs> but my parents have been part of just about every pyramid scheme ever. Um, and we're eating lunch right now, guys, because we're fucking hungry. And drinking a bit. Yeah, so, so uh, spoiler alert, guys. This isn't really Sunrise with the Sleepy Boys. This is lunchtime with the Sleepy Boys. But two-thirds of us did wake up within the last hour. <laughs> yeah, I've been, up, I've been up since fucking 7 o'clock this morning because Jeff snores like a fucking bear. Step up your game. Looks like a bear. Step up your game, homie. Um, but yeah, so so funny enough, uh, when I was when I first moved back to Austin um, back in 2016, and I was looking for a job, a friend of mine from high school reached out, and he was well, not a friend of mine, a, 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 the brother of one of my friends from high school, calls me up, and he's like, a dude from high school, a guy I went to high school with, he calls me up, and he's like, hey man, uh, I saw you just moved to Austin, I'd love to meet up with you, let's go get dinner, I'll buy you, I'll get you some, I'll buy you chilies, and I was like. I'm not going to say no to fucking chilies. You're going to give me a fajita? You're going to give me a whole fajita to myself? <laughs> so I sit down with the guy at Chili's, and he's with this guy who's like 50, 55 years old. And I'm like, this is like a sugar daddy how situation. Old, how old are you guys at this point? See, it was four years ago. I would have been 23, 24. And how old was uh, Sugar Baby? 23. Okay. <laughs> Just want to make sure. So uh, we're sitting down and I'm like, is this like a sugar baby situation? He's like, so this is my friend Jeremy. I'm like, that guy is not named Jeremy. Jeremy is a millennial name. <laughs> that is a, a Dustin. That is a, a Dwight. A Dwight, maybe, but 
Jeremy, no. Ooh, maybe a, a Jerry. A Jerry, Ooh. maybe. A Jerome, for sure. Not a Jeremy. All right, so Jerome. Now, I want to I want to preface this by saying that Jeremy, air quotes, was, uh, like I said, he looked, he was in his 50s, but he had his hair, like, spiked up, like, in the, the, oh, the, no. oh, God, the douchebag Chad point that you see. Oh, yeah. Uh, he looked like Tristan from Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> and, uh, you dildo. He was wearing, like, like, he was dressed like he was trying to pretend he was in his, his, like, early 30s. I'm just imagining the assholes from American Pie. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so he's sitting there, he's like, this is my friend Jeremy, Jerome, probably, and uh, he's like, and um, he actually introduced me to this company a few years ago, or a few months ago. And I'm like, oh, great. Ugh. And he's and so they're talking, and, and they're using all the trigger words that I would hear whenever I'd go to Ambit meetings. You know, do you want to be independently wealthy? Do you want to be financially free? Do you want to, all these things. And I'm just like, they're going to sign, they're going to try and get me to sign up for Ambit. And uh, after about 20 minutes of, of, their, of their, their spiel, he finally shows me the business. And I'm like, this is a completely different business, and they are using all the same fucking trigger words. Oh, yeah. And right. I was just like... Because they all use the exact same They all word. use the same lingo. It's the, exa- it's the exact same vocab and everything. Well, because most pyramid schemes are started by people. Once their pyramid scheme ends, mm-hmm. they just start another one. Yep. So, the entire time they're giving me this spiel, I'm just... Jamming down baby back ribs and blooming onions. Because <laughs> you're like, I need to eat as much as I can. I'm like, if they're paying for dinner, I'm going to let them keep talking. And Amazingly, uh, just taking the bone and just <laughs> sucking the meat straight off it. That was an absolute accurate mark noise. That's an absolutely <laughs> accurate thing that I would do, too. Um, so, I'm letting them do their spiel. Because like, I don't want to be in, I don't want to be rude. Um, and also, they're paying for my dinner, like I said. So, I'm going to... Also fair. I got a few drinks. Uh, the tab come out to like hundred and something dollars. I, I don't know. In I Chili's didn't... money, that's a lot. Yeah, considering a full rack of baby back is just a twenty bucks. I didn't pay for it. All I know he is that I got a bunch of food. He was just sucking down Shirley Temples and, and so racks of ribs. So at the end of this, like we were there for like two hours, two and a half hours of them feeding me. <laughs> I got to interrupt. My favorite part of this all is, as an ex Chili's employee, everyone walking by you. As a server at Chili's, it's like, God, this dumb motherfucker. Listen to this bullshit. Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> so, we're sitting there, or like, I'm sitting there listening two hours later, and like I said, I had a couple of drinks because I didn't have a car at the time, so I was Ubering to and from. So, I didn't fucking care. Right. So, I'm sitting there, and uh, they're like, So, Mark, what do you think? Do you think that you'd be a good fit for this family? Good fit. Because <laughs> they always call it a family, it's yeah, never always. a business. And I was just like, well, and it's always, would you be a good fit for us? Yeah. Would you? What make? Would you be a good fit for us? We just told you about our business. Now tell us that you're good enough for us. And for my your response, new family. <laughs> my response was to uh, my the guy from high school. I think his name is James. To not Jerome. To not not Jerome. Yeah. And I said to him, I was like, Hey, bud, I'm gonna tell you something, right now, in front of Jeremy here. Get the fuck out. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, I was like, dude, I have seen pyramid schemes. I know how they work. This is not going to work for you. It's going to work great for Jeremy. He's going to make a lot of money off of your work, but you're not going to make any money. And, he, and Jer- Jeremy's like, well, it really all depends on how much work he puts in. If he puts in the work, he's going to make the money. And I'm like, no, he's not. Do you know how I know? Because I did this already. I've done this. I spent a year doing this company called Ambit. Do you know how much money I made off of it? 
negative money. I lost money on this fucking business. And he's like, well, are you sure you put your whole heart into it? And I was like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I lost friendships trying to make this business work. Because if they weren't willing to do business with me, I wasn't willing to do business with them. And he's like, well, that's a great mentality. I was like, yeah. How many friends do you have, Jerome? <laughs> or how many friends do you have, Jeremy? And he's like, well, you know, uh, with this business, I've made a lot of friends, a lot of contacts. I'm like, no, no, no. How many friends do you have? How many personal friends do you have that have nothing to do with your business? He's like, how many non-business contacts are in your phone right now? And it was, well, if, like he said, like I said, if, he, if they weren't willing to do business with me, then why would I want to keep them around? Because that's what friends are. They're not business, you dipshit. And uh, so James is sitting there, and uh, I can tell that he's getting uncomfortable. And he's like, you know what, Mark, how's this? Um, we'll, we'll put the, we'll pin a pin on this for now. And I'll reach back out to you in a few months. Put this on the back burner. I'll, I'll reach out to you in a few months, see if you're if, if anything changes. And I'm like, you know what? I would love to hear from you in three months. And he's like, great. Um, then yeah, I'll 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 be in touch. Uh, here's my card if you want to get in touch with me sooner. I was like, great. I took his card, put it in my pocket. Never never did anything with it. And then sure enough, three months later, I finally hear back from James. And you know what it was? You were so fucking right. <laughs> of course you were. He's like. Dude, I lost five thousand dollars on this company. And I was like, really? He's like, Ugh. he's like, I invested eight thousand dollars because what Jer- what Jeremy was telling him to do because with most network markets you have to buy your way in. Right. It's usually like hundred twenty, hundred fifty dollars, something like that. Sometimes they go up to two fifty. It works the same up- way like that uh, Jody Arias thing that we were yeah. listening to. Where yeah. you're, oh, so I spend two hundred fifty dollars in order to have the right to sell insurance. Exactly. <laughs> so he's like, not only did I buy myself in, but Jeremy told me that a great way to make a uh, to make a solid relationship with your under or like your lower levels is to buy their way in too with right. your peons he ended up paying for 18 people to join his company or his Gosh. quote unquote company because the thing is that you're that's, told that's too grand the thing that you're told is if you spend idiot. money if you bring in more people then that's when you start seeing the return. So he's sitting there thinking like, oh my God, I've got all these people. How do you I'm gonna not be... hear that and think pyramid scheme? Well, it's... Well, my, the more uh, people I like, have under me, the more money I make. And the more people they have under them, the more money they make, so the more money I make. You know, it kind of works out really well. Yeah. Michael Scott. Fucking idiots. Triangle. <laughs> Triangle. But, um... Go call some people. Well, <laughs> so... In that vein, let me tell you guys about this really, uh, <clears throat> this really great opportunity I have. Sounds bad. Uh, have you guys heard of Cutco knives? Now these are really interesting. They can cut through it, so they've got the triangle hold and on. the line between the triangles, and that's why they cut so well. Yeah, but hold on, I have Cutco knives and I love them. <laughs> yes, but have you ever been recruited to be a salesman? Yeah, no, no joke. They tried getting me when I was a sophomore in college, and one of the things they tell you they is always try to get And one of the in things they try and tell you is, you know, um, I mean, if you work eighty hours a week, you can really, you know, you can really make a good, a good profit off this. Eighty hours a week. Eighty hours a week. Eighty hours a week. <laughs> oh, so I. But goddamn, do they make good knives? They make amazing knives, but I'm not going to go fucking. Also, sell them. you know, they have utility knives now. How about this? When they tried convincing me to sell them, they were like, well, you know, the, we find it's best to go to family first. And I was like, I'm in college. I have no family in this town, and I don't have a car. And no joke, the guy that was trying to recruit me goes, well, you've got teachers, right? Oh. <laughs> you can go try and sell to your teachers. <laughs> and that's when I called in sick for the uh, second day of training. 
it's just one of those things that to these people they don't care like oh yeah you know just come on just hit up your grandma you know your grandma's gonna buy in anything you do and then it's just like oh you so you're not close to your grandma I mean, come on! You could have like some mentors, some like religious set you figures. Yu Gi cards. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta have some like. Fuck youth. you! you gotta, <laughs> come on! You have to have like a choir director or a youth pastor well, who just loves you. Well, what about that dude, guy that lives just, down the road that touched had, you when you were a kid? Did, yeah, you still keep in touch. I had another one after I was done with college and I was bartending full time, making some decent money. Um, this guy goes like, you know, man, you're a great salesman, and I said, I know. Would you like another shot? And he said, Yes, but. I would I would really love to bring you into my company. I think we'd work well together. You know, I'm in sales too, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, fuck yeah, get out of bars, you know. <coughs> I am a natural salesman. Uh, Mark, buy this for me. And, um, <laughs> hey, bud. So I go to Real this quick? guy's meeting. What? <laughs> I go to this guy's meeting. And it's in a hotel conference room. And uh-huh. it's a giant oh. room. And all these people. And we sit down. And this couple comes on stage and like, hey, guys. You know, we're Mr. Mrs. So-and-so, but you can call us Deb and Ron. So Quiet enough, that was the name of the people that got my parents into Ambit. <laughs> it's, always a De- it's always a Deb and Ron. It's always a Deb and Ron. It's, but if but, it's not Deb and Ron, it's some other three-letter names. Oh, yeah. Well, and the thing was, like, I was excited. I was like, this guy sold it to me. I was like, a meeting to start getting me into the company. So I'm sitting there, and I'm wearing slacks and a nice shirt and a tie. And the second Deb and Ron get on stage, I take my tie off. Not just loosen it. I take it off. Untuck my shirt and just get out of my phone. Attaboy. So they see how uninterested I am. But I'm not just going to get up and leave because we're, we're in the front fucking row. Right. So I'm not going to get up and leave. But then Was there free food at this meeting? No. Oh, God. Fuck. They were real bush league. I would have left. I wouldn't give a fuck. Well, so I stay and I, I listen to the spiel. And, I, and when I finally, like, they're like, so what do you think? You're interested? I'm like, uh, no. Bye. He calls me two days later. He's like, hey, you know, I'd really just like to meet up one last time. You know, uh, can you come out this way? I was like, no. He goes, well, where do you live? Maybe I can come to you. Oh, no. I'm not telling this dude my address. So I go, I mean, by the McDonald's on Main Street. He goes, well, we can meet there. And I go, yeah, okay. And I show up in torn camo uh, shorts and a black tank top. <laughs> and I look not professional at all. That's just sexy. And he offers to buy me lunch, which I get in a to-go bag. And he goes, so, like, I really think you should reconsider. I really think it's a good thing. I think, I mean, you're so good at sales. So you're so great. And I just tell him, no, I'm not going to do it. And he says, well, do you think you know anyone who would, uh, like, be interested? Oh, my God. And That's a light goes off in my head. And I go, dude, I think I do. He goes, oh, oh, okay, so, uh, yeah, and I give him a, a buddy's name, but then I give him, and I, you were both looking at me a second ago, because I was trying to call someone on my phone, uh-huh. the phone number no longer works, but back then it did, and I knew it by heart. The rejection hotline. Oh, yes. Wait, the rejection hotline doesn't work anymore? The 773 number doesn't. Oh, <laughs> man. 773-509-5027. Oh, God, how many times did you dull that number out? A lot. A lot. <laughs> so... On the topic of giving out other people's information. Oh, I've got one more. i got one more pyramid scheme. Go do it. I've, do it I, and I've got a fun... So I, I I never got sucked into pyramid schemes, but I had the interaction with you, Mark. And I even remember... been between the, the a, last time you two talked so I, and I Mark tried give to my sell si- I do want to give my side of the story, because we always hear Mark's. But I, I have this like crazy... like. Almost like fever dream side <laughs> of it. 
Because, alright, so... Please tell me you were on acid at this meeting. No, 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 no. I, I wouldn't... You're on Malort. So we hadn't seen him since he graduated. Okay. Yeah, so this is... I was, in, this I was my 2000... senior year. 2000... It was 2010. Maybe 2011. It had to be 2011. Because I graduated in 2010. It was a decade ago. And I left to um, go to Austin in 2012. Right, but it could have been between the time you graduated and the end of 2011. Yeah, it could have been. Or 2010. So, uh, 2010, 2011. But the important part is what you're saying is it was at least a decade ago. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, And so, um, so Mark calls me, or you messaged me. I messaged you on Facebook and I was like, hey man. Yeah. Um, you want to you want to meet up at the mall later today? Yeah, at the mall. Not hey let's man, all go to the mall like, today. Hey man, like let's totally like meet up and like you know let's get coffee or something. Let's catch up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It was. Hey, <laughs> you're such a dick. Let's go to the mall. It wasn't me that worded it. That I, was my dad. But let's be honest. If you want to try to lure me into a false sense of security. Inviting me to the mall because I'm such a shopaholic is absolutely the way to do it. My dad wanted me to say, "Let's go, let's take him out to like Chili's or something." I was like, "No, no, go to the mall." That food court—that—that's his jam. It was. So anyway, so we meet up. So anyways, it's not just one. I immediately knew something the fuck was up because <laughs> Mark's wearing like business clothes. He's not, and I'm there. I'm in my, I'm in my full like punk rock phase still. So I'm wearing my acid wash jeans from American Apparel. Are you like wearing your black parade jacket? He was. I was not wearing the black parade oh! jacket. I have the black parade jacket. <laughs> I was not wearing it. No, I was not wearing it because I remember I had my acid wash jeans on with my British flag yeah, chain hanging down girl. from whole club looking at her. Because I was also wearing my tie-dye uh, Chuck Taylors. bottom jeans. And I was wearing my black biker vest oh, with right. my Beatles... <laughs> with, my, with, my, with my Red Abbey Road shirt underneath of it. Please, for the love of God, tell me you rode up in a bicycle, too. No. <laughs> Even better, I had just had a really bad dye job. So I had tiger stripes essentially in my oh hair. My I forgot about the tiger stripes. I had tiger stripes essentially because I left the dye oh in too long, God. and it came out orange instead of blonde. Oh, I completely and forgot about that. And on top of that, I had, I had the full emo swoop, but oh. I used to gel the back up in spikes, so it's straight in front. And spiked up in the back, kind of looked like okay. someone had blown your head out with a shotgun. Okay, so. Mark's there. Joe Exotic's new boyfriend rolls up to me. <laughs> I would have been absolute Joe Exotic bait. Absolutely. And there I am, like, hey, bud, how's it going? And it's. <laughs> it is. It is straight. Like, Mark looked so rigid, and I'm just like. Man, like, what's going on? Because, like, the last I heard, Mark was, like, working at uh, the Lego store. So, for me to go to the mall... So, for me to go to the mall with Mark, I'm like, cool, so we're going to fucking go to the Lego store. I get a Lego discount, Mark. Yeah, I'm like, cool. And uh, um, that's not what happened. And the thing that immediately made me, like... I'm not going to... I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Um, was Mark's dad was with him, and Mark's dad is Mark's dad is not a friendly 
presence. He is... Imagine Mark, but no joy or happiness. He thinks he is. Though. He thinks he is. But also, Mark's dad is bigger than Mark. My dad. When I said that Stan looks like my dad, it wasn't a joke. But imagine a tall. Stan? No. But tall. And so, like, it. this is just like this whole weird thing. Oh, and I'm like, why? I'm like, why? Why on earth did Mark invite me to come meet him at the mall with his dad? In all honesty, like, I was what? hoping you would propose to me that day. <laughs> <laughs> and so, also, in Mark's defense, he was still paying off the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. We were just walking around and stuff, and this is whole, Mark's whole pitch. He starts going into the pitch, and I'm just like... Wait, this is while you're walking. You're not even, like, seated no, somewhere. No, <laughs> we're not seated or anything, because Mark's like, if I... Mark had my idea. If I sit Brandon down, he's not going to listen. Yeah. Um, was this supposed to be your first sale? Yeah, Mark. What number sale? <laughs> what? I'll tell. Finish your story. <laughs> <laughs> so look, I will give Mark some credence here. He did go about this the right way. He had this planned out, but the mistake he made was he picked me, and I am. Always on my toes. Oh no, you're I stupid enough to get a hotel room with the two of us. Stupid or smart? <laughs> you ask your butthole last night. Hey butthole. <laughs> yeah, it he farted. Great. He farted today, and it sounded like a nice breeze rolled in. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Two days ago, it sounded like a gunshot. Yeah. I am tightly wound. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, well, the so. Window. Um, I I am always suspicious of anything, and as I very much live by the mantra that if it is if it sounds too good to be true, it is, and so it that means it's just like so. It, you it, married? Yeah, and she knows <laughs> this too. Yeah, if it's too good to be true, it, it is. It's it's not. It you know don't believe it kind of thing. And um, so I am always just like, something fucky's going on here. Something fucky's going on. Yeah, something (laughs) fucky's going on here. And then so Mark starts going into it. And I even was like, like, I I didn't. See, the thing was, like, I was trying to be nice. Of course. But because I love Mark and, you know, and I had missed him and stuff. I wasn't scared of his dad because... Mark was scared of your dad. I, I'm not afraid of people's parents because dad, I was already afraid enough of my dad. My dad so. gave us like about a 20-foot berth, so he wasn't like right up with us. but Which made it worse. Because he was just walking so, behind us just... Yeah, and his dad <laughs> looked fucking serious the entire oh, time. There was no... Was predator eyes. There was no like, hey, like good to see you, like how you been? No cordial stuff at all, just uh-huh. Okay. Mark's dad walks up. Hey, Brandon, how you doing? What's your routing number? He yeah. walks up. No, he walks up, shakes Brandon's hand, like, "Hi, Brandon. Good to see you again." Yeah, that's it. That is it. Cold and just as driven as that. So, and so that's like you're saying. You're like, what did Mark tell him that we did in high school? What would, fucked up things did we do in high school that Mark's dad doesn't know? That prompted a letter, and you know, back to your story. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> so I even told Mark when we were enough away from his dad, I was like, "Me and Mark, like." Like, I appreciate you thinking of me with this and all, but this is, I'm not going to, I was like, this is not for me, and I really think you should be 
careful about what you're doing. And I really think this because, should be not for you as Because well. I told him, I was like, this sounds too good to be true, and I know your dad's in on this too, <laughs> but you should be really careful, man. And and he goes, oh, yeah, yeah I... Thanks, bud. You've all uh, you know. I, I know you've you've always kind of looked out for me, kind of thing. I appreciate it, because Mark's still kind of in this realm because he was so fresh into this. He was still in this realm of like. Oh, Let me yeah, tell you what. Is... Why don't I get in touch with you in three months and we'll see because, how you're doing? Because here's the thing that really upset me about the whole situation is it's not like Mark was in college and it was like a freshman or anything. Like he was. Like not, he had just was either just about to finish up with high school. Did you say this was your eighteenth birthday? I was my senior year. Yeah, I was still in high school. He was still in high school, and I'm like, this is really fucked up that they got him in so young. Yeah, like Uh, holy shit, they were grooming me. Like I, yeah, I'm not. I had, I had friends in um, at San Jack, the community college I went to. Uh, You're talking about the bar. No, 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 no. (laughs) Wait, there's a bar called San Jack. Yeah, it's on San Jack Street. San Jacinto? Uh, yeah, that's the college, San Jacinto High School, or college. Oh, yeah, it's the, sa- it's the same. Got it. Got we just call it San Jack. Uh-huh. Um, we, uh, so we had a girl, amped. we had a girl in our choir, and her family was, had gotten, was just uh, like yours, just gets in all the pyramid schemes. The difference was who? they got in, I'm not going to give names. Anyways, <laughs> um, so they... I mean, she comes to because what we all hung out as a choir together. That Every was, choir does. Yeah, yeah, we just were kind of hanging out. In Same as all hall. the band groups. Oh yeah, theater kids. Yeah, but we just all hung out in the well. Also in college, because I mean, let's be honest. Unless you're in a fraternity or a sorority, or you have like friends that you've made, you don't really hang out in groups. No shit. Like in college, if it's like a if you find a group, it's like oh, this is an apartment. This right. Is, everyone that lives in the apartment, we're that group now. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, and so that's just how we were, but with choir. And she comes in and starts telling us about like, like this crazy thing, like her parents had gotten into, and she bought into it wholeheartedly. We're all just sitting so there. Money. We're just all sitting there, like, oh no, who's gonna tell her? <laughs> who's gonna tell her? And then it finally comes, and she goes, yeah. And I've just, you know, I just. I mean, it's just so easy. I just wanted to tell y'all about it. I mean, because it would just be so much better, like, to have my friends in it. And then I chime in and I go, it's a fucking pyramid <laughs> scheme. And she's just like, what? No, it's not. And, like, it's seriously, like, that, I didn't watch The Office when I was younger. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm, I'm not kidding. I am late to The Office bandwagon as far as how amazing the show is. But I had watched, like, episodes here and there, here and there. I never watched an entire season until quarantine hit. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to watch all The Office because, one, all the memes that I love come from The Office. As they should. So uh, I'm going to watch all this. And when it gets to the episode where they're telling Michael A's in a pyramid scheme, I'm like, wow, this is (laughs) so relatable. Right. All right. So I I just want to give my side of what happened. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I love that we're still unpacking this a decade later. We're going to go back a couple of days. Okay, we're going to go back a couple of days. Okay. Oh, sweet. So I don't know. I don't know about this. All right, cool. So to give some backstory, my dad had already had me try this on both Jesse and Davis. Actually, I have a question to start. Yeah. What number pyramid scheme is this for your family? I don't know. It's so if, many of them, I don't know. <laughs> if you had to guesstimate, 12. what do you think the total... So far, to date, 
Because they are still signing up to for the date of games? 2020. Uh, I'd say they've been about 10 or 12. Maybe even more. How the fuck do you not figure it out by that? Anyway, back to you. Sorry. Anyway. Um, so, prior to this event, my dad had already gotten me to talk to pretty much everybody that I knew from high school. <sighs> but let me, by, by talk to each of them, I mean like he would go with me and he would do all the talking. And surprisingly, that wouldn't go well. Mm. And uh, I, the, the two people that I saved that I was not going to do this to was you and Jesse until my contact list ran out. And then he was like, you've got two people that you refuse to do this with. Just talk to them. And I was Good like, Good lord. No wonder your dad looks so pissed. And I was like, Dad, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to do this with these two people. And he's like, why? And I was like, first of all, it's embarrassing that I have to keep talking to my high school friends about joining a business because my high school friends are kids. We don't have money. <laughs> right. They're worrying about, you know, And graduating. also, the senior year is not the year to talk to people about getting into a business because they're like, man, I'm going to fucking, like, Florida State. or so, I don't know. They're about to go the fuck away. So Jesse, when I talked to Jesse, his response was, "Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> <laughs> so like, where did you talk? Did you talk to Jesse at Chili's or the mall? I went over to his house. Oh, uh, okay, that's fair. Um, so what? Because so he literally threw you. No, out. because Jesse and Jesse and Mark were closer than Mark and I were yeah. at this point. Me and Jesse were best friends. Yeah. Oh, that's so shitty of your dad. So hey, go to your best friend and try and screw him out of money. So literally, to the point where you got there, me and my dad were arguing about whether or not I was going to do this. I'm sure your dad was thrilled the way I came up looking. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so yeah, so um, the entire time, like, I gave the spiel because, like, and honestly, you were my first person, or no, second person I ever gave the spiel to. Like, you were the second person. Because your dad person. just did it every time? My dad would do it every time. So the only other person I ever did it for was Jesse. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, it was fucking horrible. And I let and I was nice, and I let Mark do the whole spiel because I was like, you know, I I love this guy. I'm gonna hear him out. Hey, son, do you want to ruin all of your friendships? Hey, Brandon, do you want to lose all of your money and maybe not make any money on the side? While Here's also how. Are you burning the bridges with your closest family and friends. And that's that's oh, that's a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're wrapping up for today, guys, because that's a story for another time with other people. I still have another oh, you still pyramid have scheme story. Okay. And you're going to love this one. Go. I didn't get you to tell can, you the fun you, part I before. can edit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have a friend we'll call Sarah. Is her name actually Sarah? No. Is I, his name I Sarah? debated giving the actual name and being like, we'll call him that, but no, no, no. So Sarah... Moves out west and, you know, is loving life out there and everything. And uh, we Did get in she touch. she sing way out west on the world out there? I mean, obviously. So we get in touch about just, like, hanging out, meeting up with our old group of friends and, like, doing, like, a, hey, we're adults, let's go somewhere and, you know, act like we're in college again. Get drunk and, you know, possibly everyone just sleep with each other again. And so we... Why have we not done that yet? Because I didn't go to college with you. Oh. So <laughs> we're thinking about doing this and everything. And Sleeping together? There was subtext, as there is everything. I mean, did you guys not do that? Like, when I was, I like, didn't go to. Co I, I I went to community. When college. I was twenty something, like I am your friends would all just sleep with each other. Okay, I was uh, up till recently. I was married, and so was he. 
I'm still I married. Is, I said, is he? <laughs> you said was. You 100% said was. I said, and so is he. <laughs> yeah. No, you said, so anyway. up until a while ago, I was still married. No, and no, so was he. The important so part. you threw it in like, oh, Brandon also used to be married. <laughs> I didn't say was. I said is. <laughs> so none of this is the important part. The important part is, we're like... Oh yeah, we should all meet up and hang out and do like a vacation in a like we should do a destination vacation, like, just like a three day weekend or something. Wait, but then wait, me wait, and wait, Sarah. Wait. So you like set this up no, with no. this person. So this is a person. This is a group of like seven or eight people, and we're okay. all like, oh, we should go meet up. But like whenever we would do that in high school or not in high school, I'm sorry, in college, in college. like you know, sexy times. But you know, we're all adults now. We're like, hey, we should all go meet up. A lot of subtext. Well, anyway, so Sarah and I start talking because we start planning it. Uh-huh. And uh, when I say planning it, I, I, it's mostly like, hey, this will be a fun place. Oh, yeah. This will be a fun time. And, like, we never actually plan anything. But then Sarah calls me one day and is like, hey, how are you doing? How's life? I'm like, honestly, really good. You know, I live in Austin now. I'm in a job that it's actually going somewhere. I'm pretty happy. Oh, so this, says, too, was also pretty recent. This was three years ago. Yeah. And Sarah goes... Well, let me ask you a question, Jeff. Oh, God. <laughs> Is there anything in your life that if you could, you would change it? And I said, yeah, of course. There's always something in everyone's life you could change. That's the easiest, and she like, goes, nothing question you can ask. And, and Sarah goes, well, I did it. Let me tell you how I changed my life for the better. And I go... Oh, do tell. <laughs> I know where this is going. Because you already saw where this was going. Obviously. It's so obvious. And Sarah goes, so I went to this seminar, and, you know, they really helped me out. And it's called the Psy Seminar, PSI. And Oh, uh, fuck. I know this. And they, uh, and there's a reason why you know this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and, you know, they just really helped me, you know, they helped me realize the things that I was doing in my life that really weren't working for me and changing those behaviors. I was like, oh, you know... I'm really happy for you. That's really awesome. She goes like, yeah, you know, I loved it. And like, it's just, it was so amazing. It was such a, a good thing for me. And I was like, that's great. And she goes, you should really think about doing one. And I go, oh, here it is. <laughs> now, cause like the entire time I was like, maybe it's just like some self-help seminar or whatever. And she goes, but the second she goes, you should think about doing one. I was like, and pyramid scheme. Yeah. And it turns out cause it's <laughs> So it's one of the weird pyramid schemes where it's not, well, you can make money. It's you can better your life. But she can... Oh, yeah, it's a yes she went man to the, pitch. Exactly. She <laughs> went to the intro meeting, but she can go to more meetings to help further improve her life. And it's cheaper for her to go to those ones if she gets me to sign up for the introductory one. <laughs> So on and so forth. So I string her along. It's like essentially like, when your apartment complex says like, hey... Like, we'll give you, like, discount your rent $400 the first month that you get a, so you reference someone See, to sign no, up. no, 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 because then I get cheaper rent. Right. This is... And they have a good place to live. Exactly. Because you're living there. This is, Jeff, why don't you come to this meeting? By the way, they're only held in Vegas. <laughs> so you have to fly out, get a hotel. Nothing says self-help. $300 on top of it. Nothing says... For self help. Self help. Nothing says self help like, hey, so we're gonna go to Vegas. Here's the, <laughs> here's the best part, guys. And I haven't asked her about this, and I'm not going to. Oh, but you should. I'm eighty two percent sure that the Psy seminars 
are the first step of what eventually becomes Nexium. I think you're. Uh, I know. Nexium? That's why I was like, Nexium is the celebrity sex cult where they brand your pussy. Yes. Wait, I can do that. Allison Mack from <laughs> Smallville, Smallville was one of the she top leaders. She was a leaders. top recruiter, and she came up with the idea of branding pussies. So I'm fairly certain that this girl is in the starter group for Nexium. That's why I was like, I know this. <laughs> yeah, I know. And she was trying to get me in. And I was just like, ooh. And the best part of it is a little later on, like, the other people in the group that we were going to hang out with, I was like, hey, guys. I think Sarah's in Nexium. <laughs> and they're all like, yeah, we know. No, no, they're all like, ooh. All the women start raising their dresses. Well, you we can know. reach out to her. We don't want to. <laughs> and that was it. So I have one more. I So this isn't one I had a personal interaction with. Like, I didn't, no one, like, pitched this one to me and I didn't right. go. Um, I was doing, um, on one of my con trips, uh, Comic-Con trips with Illuminidal. Um, uh, where to? Uh, this was in Dallas, gotcha. up in the Irving Center. Um, you know. Club? Huh? Fan Expo? Um, uh, Dallas Fan Days. Got it. The, the sister show. Yep. Um, the pussy show, gotcha. Ooh, there's shows for where you can watch your sisters? Mark! Oh, I just want to see your sisters. I don't care about my sisters. Mark! We can sign up for that. <laughs> what? What? Both of your sisters are over 18. It's okay. Mark! <laughs> so, we're staying at this hotel, and uh, this is one of the shows my, um, my boss ended up... Um, he was doing some... Um, Circle jerking? No. <laughs> no he that was, was Oh, right, right. He was doing some, like... Um, um, he was doing some things up at the hotel room, like talking to vendors and stuff. <laughs> yeah, he was. Um, setting up accounts and whatnot. And, um, and I was walking through the lobby. And this is, like, right next to the giant, like, conference hall that they have down in the hotel room. Mm-hmm. Not in the hotel room. In the hotel. Um, and uh, there are just tons, tons of young business people in the suits, dude. And, oh um, my god! I look into this conference real hall. quick, real quick. You go. There are just tons of young, young, and you're talking about a con. I'm like, oh god, no, oh not the kid, not the kids who are too young wearing sexy, creepy cosplay. No, not. I'm walking through sexy, creepy ghosts. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm walking. I'm walking through right next to the conference hall, and the doors are open, mind you, because they're like setting up, and everybody's getting in. I'm like, whoa, what the hell is going in here? That stage is elaborate. There's oh. all sorts of things There's and fixtures, fixtures set up on the stage and whatnot. And then I saw table after table after table lined with alcohol, and I'm like. Holy shit! <laughs> and then the dildos well, and condoms. And I'm like, what is going on? This is insane. And so I see like, all these. And like I said, these are young, college age, like people going into marketing, like the marketing. Like, and this is when I started like piecing it together because I ended up getting hold of one of the ads. I don't remember what the conference was called, but this was Fuck your way to success. This is one of those. Like uh, the door-to-door marketing salesman oh thing, my God. where they're like, "Hey, so as you can see, I'm I have gonna, a vacuum. Um, you no, can have a vacuum. No, like, hey, so as you can see, all this construction that's going around, they're putting in the, I'm, uh, uh, 
Go fuck yourself. Uh, fiber Sensory. optic fiber optic phone lines are that going in. Amazing. And they're like, uh, d- you know, do you want us to like get you hooked up? These are all the be- like, you know, th- that kind of marketing. Who opens their door to a stranger anymore? Um, I don't open my door. Period. Yeah, I don't. I look through the people. I'm like, who is it? <laughs> well, what's great is where I'm living now. It's like one of those big open windows, so you right. can just see who's out there. And usually, it's one of the neighborhood kids wanting to like sweep our porch or something. So whenever they knock on the door, I just see. All right, so quick side story. I'm not cutting off. that. Part. Quick side story from the side story. Uh, in re- in response to people knocking at your door, um, there are uh, there is a Mormon family that live in our apartment complex, the and they have several. <laughs> don't they have several um, kids? That are also Shut in the, the Mormon right. family has several kids <laughs> uh, that are in the process of um, their their training for you know? Mormonism for missionary training. yeah for missionary training um, and um, I hear some like knocking at the door and I'm like what the heck's going on and I just look through the peephole and I'm like oh fuck there's Mormons a rap, rap, rapping as chamber door <laughs> yeah and I just look through the peephole and I'm like Holy fuck they're Mormons there's the children of the damned and I saw but I also recognize them as the kids that lived in our in our apartment complex right so when they're Mormoning so, out you don't just see them were they Mormons. dressed in the traditional Mormon attire the, the short sleeve button down white shirt the, tie uh, back black yeah. slacks yeah the Dwight Schrute yeah um, let me tell you a boat <laughs> Want to talk to you about this? Have you heard the good news? <laughs> yeah, and so they, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, op- I, open, I opened up the door, and they start going on their whole little thing, like, oh, you know, um, we're, we're here. And, you know, they're like, look, at this point, the Mormon church knows. They're like, look, we know we have an image kind of thing. So they're like, hey, you know, we're here with the, you know, Latter-day Saint, you know, Church of Latter-day Saints and everything. And uh, I'm just kind of like, oh, you know, these kids are doing their thing, whatever. This and is so why you I keep a squirt gun fully loaded next to the front door at all times. With alcohol. So no. then they smell like they went out partying. No, with urine um, and alcohol. No. But and so, semen. Then it smells like they went out partying and then got drunk and peed themselves. You just squirt it at their penis. That's all you got to do. Yeah. But so... Don't um, do that to children, Brandon. Yeah, don't do that to that's children. That's disgusting that you do that to children. What is wrong with you? Why would you think that's funny, Brandon? Brandon, there's kids are just trying to live out Mark, their best life. I think it's time for us to go. We're this wrapping is getting this up. Awkward. Fuck the rest of this story. We're out. <laughs> okay. Okay, Brandon, I'm sorry. You can finish. <laughs> okay, um, So they could do their little... But mind you, there's like three of them. Right. They're all just kind of like... They're all like varying in age, essentially oh, too, and yeah. It, and I'm just listening to them do their little spiel, and um, I just I let them finish, you know, their whole little thing. And I was like, you know, guys, I uh, really appreciate y'all stopping by, but there um, is no God. No, I was like, uh, I uh, I really appreciate you coming and sharing the good news with me. Um, do you mind if I share some good news with you? And they're like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Because they're like, oh, well, we don't want to, like, tell him no after we just did this whole thing. He just blasted and he, a ghost yeah. for them. And leans, I almost did. He leans I did in one, and just whispers, do you see my wife over there? I fucked her this morning. And they were like, oh, and I really? Where's your use, uh, sheet with the hole? And I didn't use the holy sheet. I didn't <laughs> use the holy sheet or the right hole. Ooh, men are nasty. <laughs> They're not Mennonites, you fuck. It's a completely different thing. That's why they call it put a little English on her. <laughs> oh.
<laughs> oh. Do you um, see oh, those balls? I slapped my dick on her balls all night. Jasmine, uh, no. I don't. I know that you don't have balls. I'm sorry. Why are you getting so close to the mic? Because I want her to hear it. She, <laughs> you think she listens to this? I'm gonna ask her to listen to it. <sighs> Jeff, get away! You from want me. her to hear the breath? <laughs> Ew, I'm uncomfortable. You see that lady over there, kids? I put my penis inside of her. And so, um, you know, and I'm like, all right, so you know, let me let me tell y'all something about uh, about my faith. I'm like. Have y'all ever heard the good news of our Lord and Savior, Satan? And they <laughs> bolted. <laughs> what would have been even better is if you, like, changed your voice. Have you ever heard of the good news about our Lord and Savior, Satan? I still think the best would have been if you were like, let me put a hymn on for you. And this is even And you better. turn on Ghost and it's just, Be awesome. Do y'all like gospel music? <laughs> You like y'all listen to the the Mormon Timmy, have choir? you ever been in a Turkish prison? Damn it, you bitch! I was about to say. That. <laughs> so yes. my little story. Now, mind you, later that night, <laughs> later that night, I'm going back through. This is after I've worked a day at the show, right? And, and I've, I'm walking the, back uh, through. I'm boost, walking. Yeah, the booze table. Yeah, booze, I see all yeah. the booze. And so I'm walking back into the hotel at the end of the day, and they are fucking. Parting it up. There's fucking rave music going on. Oops, oops, and let me oops, tell you, baby, oops, yeah. Oops, let me tell you something. Baby. Those people know how to fucking party. Yeah. But all right. But here's the thing. The next day, I go back downstairs and I'm getting my coffee at the little Starbucks in the hotel. And like there. No. Well. All right. Hold on. Now you're getting ahead of me. Um. They're so all in, they're all in handcuffs. This this is one of those marketing. Um, the intense marketing groups that get you to party really hard and then they fucking haze you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of those conferences and so then like you just hear like yelling and screaming inside of the conference because they're all like getting in each other's face as they're all fucking hung over and just yelling at each other and like getting in and I'm just like what the now, do you want to know what the happening? real funniest part about these these types of meetings is huh there's like a quarter of the people who just don't give a shit and they're upstairs because they just fucked all night and yeah. they're sleeping next to the chick that they fu- those are the people who know how to beat the system right and so but it went like this the whole weekend I'm like what the fuck kind of BDSM bullshit is this and it was Chase Chase Bank Oh, nice. <laughs> J.P. Morgan? Yep. <laughs> J.P. Morgan and Chase? Yeah. <laughs> just fucking going at it? Yeah, just, and just so... Just Figuring out which of their penises is going to open up to accept the other one? <laughs> that's called docking. Brandon, it's not docking. Docking? No, that's not... It's from the fucking office. It's called docking. That's not what Dwight was referring Imagine to. So I and one becomes a Venus flytrap and goes after the other. Uh, all I can fucking think about is the new the Shin Godzilla with how its mouth opens up <laughs> to shoot the laser. The bottom jaw detaches. It falls <laughs> off like the vampires in Blade Two. I never saw that. 